welcome back to Drunk on Riding, the Drunk on Riding show. I'm your host, Warren Palowski, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, as always, my lovely co-host, Kim Palowski. Kim, how are you doing today? What you, uh, what you been up to? Um, what? How, first, how you doing? How you doing? I'm very stressed today. Very, you're very stressed. I'm very stressed. Listen, I what what have I been up to? I can't even think straight. I don't know. Um, what have I been up to, Warren? Tell me, because I am so stressed. <laughs> um, hopefully, this will get my mind off things. Um, I hope so. And maybe we could chat for uh, at least an hour, and you know, no. liven it up, or however long, however long you feel like talking. I don't want to. We just popped open a French vanilla coffee soda from Nature's Promise. Kim, you picked these up. You picked up, uh, I think, three of them. It was French vanilla, espresso, and what was the third one? Do you remember? Uh, um, I don't. Sorry. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of flavor there. Try that. No, it tastes like a coffee. Well, it's it's French vanilla coffee soda. Yes. You can definitely taste the coffee. Oh, you don't oh, like it? Oh, I don't it? like it. I can tell. Definitely not. Oh, is this all mine now? How much caffeine do you think is... is yeah, I don't think... Maybe there? just put the cap back on and save it for tomorrow. I kind of feel like that's a tomorrow beverage. Otherwise, you're going to be up all night. concentrate. Yeah, I mean, it's got Calcium coffee in it. Yeah. Calories. So do they do they not list um, amount of caffeine? If there's, I mean, it doesn't say anything about caffeine in this. I'm assuming there's caffeine because there's I would coffee. assume, generally with sodas, if there's no caffeine, it says no caffeine. Hmm, caffeine-free. It's a marketing thing, yeah. Yeah. But I would put the cap back on and... Just save it for another day. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be up all night. We don't want that. No. Welcome back to the Drunk on Riding show. Be sure to head on over to youtube.com slash drunk on riding to check out the mostly full library of past episodes. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe. You know, it's, it's fun. And did you know that Drunk on Riding patrons get early ad-free access to every video and podcast? They do, as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes videos and previews, an exclusive monthly podcast, exclusive wallpapers, and more. Become a patron yourself and see the full slate of offerings at DrunkOnRiding.com. And to all our wonderful, beautiful, lovely patrons out there, including this week's sponsors, Ari North and David, thank you for making this happen. Kimmy, I asked you what what you've been up to, and you just answered stress. Is that yeah. is is it like a big red light going off oh, over yeah. your your? You ever you ever? I never played Metal Gear Solid in front of you, but do you know the meme of the exclamation point hanging over somebody's head when they spot somebody? No, I feel like that's you all the time. You just have an exclamation point over your head, like you're stressed out and like on edge. That is correct. <laughs> yes, yeah. Stress. That's that's my uh, middle name. Has the treadmill been helping you? I know you've been going on the treadmill more. No. I don't think it has. I don't think it has. I will keep it up because that's what, you know, I've been told by several people. Yeah, I got to get back into... What's that, What's the, the, game, the VR game that I play with? Uh, Beat Saber. Beat Saber. I got to get back into Beat Saber because 
I did one cardio. I did one round yesterday, and whoo, man, I was a little, uh, I was a little winded. Yeah. Apparently, been a while. Although uh, I feel like I have some allergies that are kind of kicking my butt lately. We all, we all have a a touch of of something or other out there. We're recording this on December twenty eighth, nine sixteen, at night. We try to record as close to when we finish watching the the month's choice for the the video club our, our one staple going all the way back through the several iterations of the drunk on riding podcast and this month you know it's no, no exception we just finished weird earlier today yeah which was streaming for free on the roku channel apparently it was with ads but i didn't see any ads while we were streaming i didn't notice any it was interesting this was my first time mirroring my phone to a TV worked really well. It does. You know, yeah. it, it looked good. Yeah. I was impressed with it. it. It worked pretty flawlessly. It streamed right to the TV. No issues whatsoever. It was, uh, I was, yeah, I'm probably going to do that more often. It has a, as like an ad for the Roku channel. I got to say that worked pretty well. But before we get into talking about weird, because I know that at least you have a good amount to say about weird i think i think you have a good amount to say or you got a you got a you got an opinion i have an opinion yeah before we get to that though uh kim tell me what else you've been reading watching playing listening to whatever whatever you've been doing out there emily in paris um i watched that that's a that season new season yeah so you watched all the seasons then yeah yeah i'm caught up I mean, like I didn't like binge it. I've been watching it for the last few years. It's been out, but yeah, I like it. It's it, it you know, is it going to win awards? No, um, but it's light. It's funny. Was it like a rom com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what justifies the three seasons? Because Netflix, this is a Netflix show, right? It is. Netflix is notorious for having like the three issue, the three seasons, and then canceling it or changing it up, or you know. Some shows not even making it to three seasons. So what is it about this show? What what is the magical ingredient think, to the show? I think it gets the ratings for them. Yeah, but why? Pitch the show. I mean, what what is good about it? I I enjoy the the main characters. I enjoy the storyline. It's a little different. You're sending you know an American marketing um, individual to Paris, where she doesn't speak any English. Um, I'm, she doesn't speak any, um, French, uh, having to adapt, um, what is this, like, to picking... basically a city that, that they speak English, but you know, it's something that you, you don't speak well. You're kind of like frowned upon, you know? So is this sort of like the alternate dimension version of friends? Like if Rachel went to Paris? I, mm, I I wouldn't say so. There's no, like... I mean, what's she doing in Paris if she can't speak French? They sent her um, over there to market, um, to bring an American perspective to, to some things, um, to grow the company. And so that's what she's doing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Right, and you she did, you meets, did something on the show. So she, she meets, you know friends and relationships builds relationships on the way it's not a warren show by 
any means. It's not. Okay. I'm not even like going to try to sell you because <laughs> I know like you would get it 10 minutes in and be like, no. Or you would sit there and be like, oh, well, they're going to hook up. And it's like, eh, go do something. You know? Understood. <laughs> let me un- let me just enjoy it. You've been watching that a lot on your phone using headphones while while Olivia has been watching uh, TV. BB Finn. What I can't it? I can't take it. BB it? Finn. It is like... Is that another knockoff? Yeah. And it's just the same songs sung... By different people. By different people. They're even more obnoxious than Coco Melon. So yes, I've been... I've been... Yeah. Especially in the mornings. How's that experience been? What experience? Watching it on the phone. That's it's fine. That doesn't so much matter to me. The the phone versus the actual TV. Like I, mean, I don't I watch. Most I don't of care. My stuff on the train on the phone. So. Yeah, I I don't really care what I watch it on as long as I just get to veg out and watch something and sort of take my mind off things. Anything else other than Emily in Paris? Other than like, you know, going and what Matthew's really been into, is it cake? So we've been watching a little bit of that. Is there a new season or is it the same? No, same, same one. Same one. He's just watching it over and over again. It's a good show. He, he, he was watching some other show I saw where they were building stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Challenged by children to build stuff. He's yeah. going to be really into that. Yeah. And then I've just been sort of like dipping into what you've been watching with Iron Fist. I think we had a little bit of Luke Cage in there recently yeah both of those were in there uh i i finished up the first season of luke cage as as you know i'm going through back through the entirety of the defender saga since it's now officially canon yep within the mcu and so i finished up luke cage i loved the first half of luke cage and then they changed up the bad guys and it uh the ending wasn't as good. I felt uh, the newer the newer character toward the latter half of the show, Diamondback, just didn't do it for me. But I've uh, switched gears over uh, into Iron Fist, which had a nice little tease at the end of Luke Cage. There was a I forget I forget who it was. I think it was the nurse who grabbed a a flyer for Colleen Wing's martial arts studio, which is the studio that is featured in Iron Fist. Iron Fist, it's, um, Iron Fist was a frustrating one, um, because Iron Fist is one of my favorite characters, my favorite Marvel characters, my favorite combo characters. I, I think Iron Fist is a great character. Not a great character on the TV show. Kind of, kind of one note, kind of one dimensional, kind of not treated very well, kind of comes off as a, uh, arrogant idiot, savant, almost. I don't know. I didn't, I'm, I'm, four four episodes in not really digging it don't remember where it goes but we're getting back to the cutoff point where i stopped watching it i stopped watching it about halfway through the defenders never finished the defenders so right after this is uh punisher season one which is kind of kind of fun after after the defenders so yeah i found those we watched barry oh we did we i did, did watch, forget about that yeah, yeah we watched we that did. before our hbo max subscription ran out I really like that show. I, I really like the season. I, I found myself repeatedly saying "Holy shit!" in the Barry, like the finale. Yeah, I thought that was that was just 
hard. It was awesome. But other than TV shows, I've actually uh, been doing a lot of reading, which is nice. Uh, when I'm not reading a Stephen King novel, I get to you know, kind of catch up on things. So I read The End is Always Near by Dan Carlin, who is, uh, of course, known for uh, what the, what is his podcast? Hardcore History. Mm, Hardcore yeah. History podcast. Very, We've talked about him a lot. Very yeah. good. I mean, he's just he's exquisite. The the book the book was good, um, decent. A little, a little lacking in details. I think a lot of it was more of a fear theory than hard facts. Although it was built on a lot of facts, it really it read like one of his podcasts, and I think that's what it was originally. It was probably a tossed aside series of transcripts. It was decent. It was fun. Uh, also read Our Kind of Cruelty by Araminta Hall. Didn't really like that one. It reminded me a lot of my first novel in many ways. And characterization. Uh, Interesting. Story. story, Just right. general build. It was it's like a hard, hard-boiled kind of crime thing told by the antagonist right basically yeah and uh i didn't i didn't i didn't jive with it it read like someone trying to get into the mind of someone else trying to get into the mind of a character rather than being behind the mind of the character so it was was almost more like a like a study than like a a novel a character piece uh yeah I, i can't remember however one that i can recommend even though I haven't finished yet, is Tuesday Nights in 1980 by Molly Prentice. What a book. Love it. Love this book. Love the writing. Love the character development. Love the plot. Love everything about it. It's just going in random directions that I love. It's just absolutely adore this book. I'll have more to say on it next month, you know, once I finish it. But what I've gotten to so far, really, really digging it. Good. Recommended awesome. it to several people. Yeah. That I... I know, so I know who like to read. Uh, and in terms of video games, of course, I finished up God of War Ragnarok, which was a big one. I have to say, it was um, it was fun to play. It was uh, fun to explore, but I think this the story was a bit lackluster. Like it just didn't. It's a shame. No, none of like the big moments really hit me in the way that they did in God of War in the previous God of War game, which I just replayed and still hits very, very well, even though I kind of powered my way through. I mean, I put in a ton of hours, I, I, I probably over 50 hours into God of War Ragnarok. And uh, eventually I just put it down because I was bored. I was tired of it. I was just like, nah. Yeah. And it was kind of, you know, it was... um. Although I will give it this, unlike when I played Horizon earlier in the year, which is another third-person exclusive from Sony, um, I did keep going after the story was finished, so that's a positive, I think. The the game itself is very fun to play. The controls are great, which kind of ruined my uh, experience of Uncharted 4, which I am now replaying after God of War, which has really janky controls. Yeah, it's the controls are just very tanky and wobbly, and I'm playing the PS5 remaster in the Legacy of Thieves collection, and it's just it's not 
it's not the best playing game. It's not the best game to play, but it's a very fun game to experience. The story is great, and I'm and I'm really digging this far more than I did the first time I played it. When I first played it, I wasn't really feeling it, but now like. The way it tackles family and loved ones and responsibility and growing up is just it's very nuanced. I do wish there was a hug Elena button. Elena is Drake's wife. There's several times when you partner up and I'm like, go check. Go make sure she's okay. She just did a bunch of stuff. And eventually he goes, oh, are you okay? And he goes over and then they have a nice little scene. But like after every one of these, I'd be like, whoa, you in one piece? I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's what it's what I would want to do. Uh, yeah, but I think other than that, I think the only other one that I have of note is is weird. So okay, listen. Weird, this, of course. This movie was our video club pick of the month, streaming exclusively on Roku, and it is about uh, the life and times of Weird Al Yankovic. Starring Daniel Radcliffe and just a series of cameos. I mean, there's a lot of people in this movie. There are. Kim, about ten minutes into this movie, you turned to me and you said, what'd you say? You ever watch a movie and you know about ten minutes in that you're not going to like this movie. <laughs> yeah. Did, did did that sentiment stretch through? Oh yeah. The whole film. Oh yeah. Here's here's my problem and and maybe it's not the movie. What like I I want to give the movie credit. I guess that it deserves and perhaps I will walk away from this one saying it's me, not the film. <laughs> um, I have a really hard time with satire. I, I don't understand it. I don't get why it's funny. I, do, I don't get it. Like The Onion, I think, is a satirical yep. news yeah. site. I don't understand why that's funny because... Why is made up stuff funny? I, 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 well, satire I, isn't always meant to be funny. It's poking fun at something. It's changing. It, it's, it's generally changing it in a way to bring light to the thing that you're changing in a different way. Why not just add um, a real positive perspective to whatever it is why does it have to be covered with falsehoods and wild storylines i don't know because that's kind of where we are in terms of satire uh, because our world has gotten really weird and so what would have been satirical headlines 20 years ago is just reality now i I disagree with that. I think let's take this this movie for example. Okay. 90% of it was not true. Like why are you making a story called weird, the Al Yankovic story and lying about half of it? 
lying. It's just lies. That's, let's call it what it is. It's lies about his life and how his life played out. He never dated Madonna. He didn't have a poor relationship with his parents. His father wasn't an a-hole, right? Like the movie depicts. His parents actually supported him and he had full support of them and, and love of them. They were always in his life. There was no big fallout like the movie portrays. Um, I, 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 at some point, I like during this movie, I had to like look up like what actually happened. Um, you looked up a cheat sheet to find out what was real, basically. Yeah, called um, History versus Hollywood. Wow. Because I'm like, okay, well, that could be true. His father could have been an a hole, could have beat up a door to door salesman, could have done that. People are like that, right? Like, there's yeah. abusive fathers all the time. Um, the only part of that whole scene that was true was that he got his first accordion from a, 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 a door-to-door salesman. That's it. The rest of it is just fake. False. You know. Um, so why change it? Why change it? Why change it? Was it not good enough? Um, his father wasn't an Amish person. His father didn't go through Ramspringa and come out. Like that wasn't that wasn't true. Um, my, my even how he came up with okay. My how do you say B O L O G N A? How do you say that word? Because I have a real problem with like how it's said. That's not how I pronounce that word. Maybe it's um dialect. I'm in the northeast. That that's not how I say that word. Hey Siri, how do you pronounce B O L O G N A? How do you say that? Hey Siri, how do you say that? Siri's going to fail you. Translate into which language? Why is Siri always it's always so useless? Hold on. We're gonna we're gonna how to pronounce my Bologna has a first name. Well, in that song it's Baloney. Or and he it, and he Bologna. certainly didn't meet the drug cartel. Like he like that and was him. Yeah. The correct pronunciation is Bologna. But it's common to say baloney instead. Experts attribute this to Angli Anglicization, which often leaves Italian words with Y endings, like Italia becoming Italy. So it should be Bologna. My Bologna. So you have a problem with the whole fact I, that the movie is not accurate. It's a, it's, it's not a accurate even even a little bit. You turn to me and you go, um, he, this is satire. He he didn't expose himself on stage. He didn't have a problem he with drugs and alcohol. He didn't expose himself on stage in the movie, to be fair. He pulled out an accordion and got okay. tackled for it. Okay, well. I, I mean, of course this was satire. They he didn't a, have a fallout with his like band. They had underground polka parties. So why make a story about it? Why not write a fictional story? You want to write a movie, 
make don't make it be about weird the weird Al Yankovic story. Call it something different. Don't make me believe I'm going into this as a as a biopic and it be completely false. Well, I think that's kind of the brilliance of it. There's not even a warning that says, you know, this is satire. This is there's there's nothing there's also nothing that says this is based on true events, but you come into it thinking that you're going to watch the story of Weird Al and then it's it's pretty clear pretty quickly that this is not true. And then when he writes Eat it, and he, and there's the big like monologue from uh what was it Will Ar, Ar, Ar Will Arnett is it Will Arnett yeah. the, the guy who plays um Gruber um mm -hmm. Gruber he and he goes just to be clear this is a completely original song you wrote not based on anything whatsoever and they they were calling out the fact that it is preposterous that he wrote Eat It and then Michael Jackson released Beat It and then. They took that even a step further and said that Michael Jackson parodied Eat It with Beat It. That Michael Jackson was the one who was writing the parody. And Why and, is and that they funny? Weird, well, they, because they had Weird Al flip out and say, why can he do that? He shouldn't be allowed to do that. Because that's the kind of stuff that he was going through at the time. I get the irony. Like, you don't need to explain irony. Like, okay. it's just, I, it's all lies. It is. I mean, they had Madonna... Run, run the drug cartel at the end, and then to get, put a hit on Weird Al. You know, spoilers, but you should have watched the movie. They, get, they kill Weird Al. I mean, that's the, the thing is they kill him. And I you mean, find that funny. Well, because he's clearly not dead. I mean, he's, he was in the movie. I understand. So why is that funny to write about like your I demise? Like I cannot. I think it's. I th I like. It. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty. I hated it. You hated it. I like. I will say we're going to talk about ranking the very bottom. Wow. The very bottom. I what about Daniel Daniel Radcliffe put in. A I'm hell not. Of a I'm not saying Daniel Radcliffe was I the cinematography bad. was was really good. I thought the editing could have been a bit tighter. There were a couple I, parts where. I, the dubbing was very obvious. I, I can't rate this high. Like, I sat there disgusted at the whole thing. Like, I don't let... The set... The sat, it was sat, it's satire. I just... It has never been for me. It's like that other show you watch. Like, it's just like... I think you should leave. The, like, they think it's funny that the guy's eating paper. And I'm like, why? That's not funny. That's just stupid. Have it's you seen just the stupid. Coffin Flop episode yet? And I choose not to. Um, and it's fine if you all, if you like that. I'm not trying to offend you. I, my husband clearly likes it. Um, you know, I'm not angry at him for liking it. Like it's this is your sense of humor, you didn't laugh just not mine. This movie. Not one time. Not one time did you laugh during this. Movie. No, I did not think it was funny even a little. Okay, all right, that's fair. So you you brought up the ranking. So let let's go into our rankings our video club ranking this is volume two of our video club currently we have at number one the gray man which i had to look up today because i don't remember the movie i watched the trailer still didn't really remember the movie how I'm do like, you not remember is, chris evans ago, and i'm like i don't i, I just it, you really liked it i i think that i didn't but which has me excited because I, I think i'm i think i'm gonna watch it again so at number one the gray man at number two, Don't Look Up. At number three, Dunkirk. And at number four, Elvis. Now, Kim, 
you want to put this all the way at the bottom, you said. So you want to rank weird at number five. Yes. Below Elvis. Yes. You want to rank weird. Yes. Below Elvis. Yes. Wow. Now I. I'm trying to think of a bad movie that I've seen and compare it to this. Oh, you like, know what else we watched? What's a movie that I don't like? We watched White Christmas the other day. The Christmas Story. We did watch White Christmas. We watched White Christmas. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Although I will say, I wish they would just cut out the musical numbers where they're where they're like practicing and they're like full. Oh, yeah. Music like the choreography. Yeah, uh, that was very stylistic of the time. Yeah, though. just cut the, just get yeah. rid of them. Just or have them like a a quick like give us like a one minute you know snippet of it. Move the story along because the story is the fun part. Remember how I used to hate the Christmas Story? I hated yeah. that. Yeah. I like, like. Christmas Story versus this deserves like an Emmy or a Golden Globe. So we recently watched the Christmas Story and you seem to kind of like it. I have grown to like it. (laughs) I have grown to like it, I think, since I, especially since I have an older son. Who? Oh. Hold on. My battery is dead. Are you freaking dead? It just died. It just died. I've been checking it. Now, I'm going to say I'm going to have to disagree with you here because while I don't remember the gray man very much, I know that I have it at number one for a reason. So I'm going to leave it there for a reason. I remember Don't Look Up. I do remember Don't Look Up. And I remember Dunkirk. And I unfortunately remember Elvis. And I think Weird is definitely not as bad as Elvis. It's definitely more enjoyable than Dunkirk. I want to put Weird at number three. At number three? At number three behind Don't Look Up above Dunkirk. Above Dunkirk. Above Dunkirk. I think this was a more enjoyable film than Dunkirk. All right, so Maybe. let's meet in the middle. Can we put it above Elvis? Because Elvis was just not a fun movie. At least, at least it was enjoyable. At least weird. Well, it was enjoyable. For it one wasn't. Of us. It wasn't though. Like I load. Like I would. I will never watch that movie again. Ever. Ever. Never. Ever. You say that having come around on a Christmas story, which you at one point said very similar to. No. 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 There were pieces of it that I couldn't stand. I, and I still can't stand the mother. Yeah, the mother is a horrible character. I cannot stand the mother in that in that film. We never finished watching the sequel. We started to watch the sequel. It was on HBO Max, and uh, we lost HBO Max. So, well, well, we'll get back to that at some point. So, you, you won't budge from number five, from, right? You, you think, all right, this is where I it's going to go. That's where it's going to go. Number five. The fact that you loathe it, I mean, that's got to give it like, you know, so when when you're writing cascading style sheets, CSS sheets, these are the stuff that I, I've been studying recently. So there are certain um, rules that apply certain weights to different things. So if you put like uh, a style equals, that's like plus five points. But if you just, if it's controlled by this other point, it's like plus one point. And then if you put like exclamation point, uh, important it's like plus 100 points and it's basically impossible to override that what i'm saying is your 
absolute loathing mm -hmm. of weird is like a minus 100 for that. So it's gone. 100%. Go at the bottom I would rather. It weighs it. I would rather watch Dune. Really? Yeah. We're not going to watch Dune though, huh? If you said to me, Kim, we have two choices, Dune or Weird, 100% Dune any day of the week. Now, just to be clear, this is the sci-fi series Dune, not the new Dune. You have not, not the, new, the Dune, new Dune. Not the new Dune. The Dune with the weird thing. It's just weird. I think you should watch the new Dune. I think you'd like the new Dune. It's a, it's a, it's a much faster-paced, well-paced movie. If it means never having to watch that movie again, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so our new ranking is number one, The Gray Man, which I'm going to rewatch when I uh, next time I head into the city. Number two, Don't Look Up. Number three, Dunkirk. Number four, Elvis. And number five, sadly, and I disagree with it, but I'm going to go with it, Weird. And I'm looking at our, our old ranking. At number two was Knives Out. Uh, so we have to finish up watching Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, which we've watched just about half of yeah. now. Uh, I don't think we've hit the twist because it doesn't feel very twisty at all to no. me. Yeah, so I don't really know where that's going. But, Kim, that was my pick for yep. the video club. As we do, we alternate every other month. We alternate, yes. So what, pray tell, is your pick so, for the video club for next month, January 2023? Do you know who T.S. Nolan is? T.S. Nolan. Yeah. Should I? I don't know. You know a lot of like those things, those weird this, things. Could you give me a category that this person is? Um, this is a person, not a movie. Or Mark Levin, maybe. Um. Anyway, my pick is The Atom Project on Netflix. Um, got a great cast. Cast. Is it Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Mark Ruffalo. Jennifer Garner. Who's the, who's the director on that? Zoe Saldana. You know, that's what I was just trying to figure out. I bet it's Adam. Is that, is that his name? Sean Levy. Sean Levy. Now click on Sean Levy's name. I He's he's the the Levy man. He's the, the, he's the Levy man. You know, the guy from, um, what's his first name? No, I, I Eugene Levy. Yeah. yeah, I know. But what else did Sean Levy? He was in that drive? weird did, did movie he, that he, I, he was in something I didn't like. Because I can't on my Netflix. You're on Netflix? Yeah. No. All right, hold on. Sean. No, no, this is where I wanted to go. Here we go. Here we go. I think, if I'm correct. Oh, no, no. He's not the guy I was thinking of. Directed by Sean Levy. Yeah. Oh, no. He's a Canadian film director. Sean Levy directed Free Guy, which I just got on 4K. Love this movie. And he's also directing the next Deadpool movie. So he likes to work with Ryan Reynolds, clearly. They work very well together. I heard good things about The Atom Project. So good choice. This is an interesting choice for me. I think it's science fiction. Yeah, it is. I wanted to do something different. I tend to do... Historical. Biographies. Historical. I've been dying to do this one pick, and it's just so me that I have not done it. Um, it's been on my Netflix queue... <laughs> It's literally been on my Netflix queue for like... But it's one like you want to save for the video club. Two, three years. Okay. Is, I don't know. Can I guess which one it is? Yeah, go ahead. Is it the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, Winston Churchill movie? Or is that who no, it is? No, I... It? It's a Winston Churchill movie though, right? No. Is it the Winston Churchill movie? Nope. Damn. 
No. Was it? Who is that? Not Gary Oldman. Do you want to know what it is? I can tell you. I mean, are you going to add it to the video? I don't know. I don't know. At some point, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Um, The Trial of the Chicago 7. I don't know what that is. Dying to watch it. Um, is it a fiction movie or, or a documentary? No, I mean, I, there's nothing saying that we can't do a documentary. It's not a documentary. It's a film. It's a... With, with actors. This is this a new film? Um, new. I don't, I don't I mean, know if it's this new. Is black and white, like 1938? No, film? no, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a, like a crime noir, like, early, uh, what's, what's... 2020. Stanley Kubrick or something. 2020 came 2020. out. 2020, okay. Yeah, it's got, um, Sasha Baron Cohen, Eddie Redmayne, Jeremy Strong. Okay. Yeah. So that's not on the that's that's not on the thing, the video club this month. But maybe you know, the bonus feature of the month if you want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. may or may not add it to the video club at a future point. Yeah, but this one is um, the Adam Project, so um, it's hopefully a good pick on Stream my part. Streamable on Netflix, right? Yep. I I just picked something because I didn't want to do something historical. Um, I wanted to do something lighter. It is labeled as a comedy. Um, hey, weird for is me not was funny. funny. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> I laughed. Do you know what I was thinking about today? Because I after we finished it, I'm like, this was so horrible. Like, what? I keep thinking of, like, other movies that I've seen that were just bad that, like, I liked more than this one. And I I can't remember the name of it, but it's got – it came out about 2000 and four, five, 2004 and 5. Um, and it's got – that weird lanky looking blonde guy and McStuffin, Mc, 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 Mc something. And they go and they get fake IDs and there's like Pedro. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about super bad? Super bad. I liked super bad more than this movie. So did I. I mean, super bad's a great film. I disagree. That's a classic film. I disagree with that. Okay. Really? Yeah, clearly we have classic, I mean, classic film. That is film. classic for that era. For that era, uh, I mean, it's it's very emblematic of that era of people, I think. I think that's when all, you that's say like, classic film, I think Singing in the Rain. Like I mean, It reminds me of um, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? It's, it's, it's like that generation's version of that or or american pie it's like the, all the same kind of uh through line there but different generations i don't know it's just although i guess american pie and super bad might be the same generation this is more like a porkies i don't know so kim the core. I like the core more oh, than that. Oh, that's this. a bad movie. Nope. Don't say that. Nope. I would rather I would rather watch the core. It's not a great movie. I um It's like reverse Armageddon, but Armageddon just can't be awesomeness. The the core was a date movie for me. Ooh. 
yeah, we went, I went on a date with a guy to the core. And I'm not sure we stayed the whole thing. I think we walked out. You walked out? The core, from yeah. From a date? Why with both you... of us. Like, I didn't, like, leave. Me, like, yeah, but peace. why didn't you just maybe stop paying attention to the movie and be like, you know what? Bad movie. Well, that's rude. Other people were watching it. <laughs> I don't do that. I cannot talk in a movie theater. I, like, it makes me so uncomfortable. No, that's not where I was going to. But I had a. I know I'm, where you were going, yeah. but no. Okay. Okay. No. Kim, since this is the final recording, uh, final drunk on riding show for the year, mm -hmm. real quick, I want to ask. 2022 in review just what 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 did you think of this year top top line perspective you can call on any examples you'd like but just from a just looking back on it what did you think of this year i think he i think perspective is everything when you ask somebody that question so you think it's gonna be something I we come back on hi Dixie. yeah i think that um I think we, 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 I know we started this by saying like, I'm massively stressed out. So like when you ask me that, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of 2022 is stress. But like, I, I, again, I, I'm trying to move beyond that. And I think perspective is everything. And I, I do try to push myself and not just get into this headspace of everything is bad everything is awful everything is stressful doomsday kind of mentality i think if i were feeling a little different today um it wasn't a bad year a lot of things do we want to say got back to normal mm, a lot of things are starting to get there they got closer to normal they got closer to normal um i've seen going back to normal i've seen tremendous growth in our you know just our kids lives and that's been really amazing to see but right now like i'm so clouded i i, I don't know so <laughs> i think that's where maybe ask me the first episode of the new year and hopefully i'll be in a much better mindset i'm hoping knock on some wood um and i'll answer and hopefully have a better answer remind me to follow up with you uh whenever we record the next episode for me i i yeah 2022 um keeping the the string going the streak going of just kind of sh overall not great years i think uh the last couple of years have just like in in term in global, global wise, and I know I, think, I know that. But that, that's what. Hold on, let me go on. Come on, narrowing it down, starting globally and narrowing it down. But but I say I think even globally though, you can say that about every single year that's ever happened, because perspectives are different. That's what I'm saying. Well, so this year we had the Ukraine war. Yeah. Right. Um at one of my events this year my company's leading event we had two 
wonderful ladies from the Ukraine Marketing Association come and give a rousing speech. It was just kind of shed light on the atrocities happening over there. And it was just awful. And there was a lot of that at that event where it's just a lot of things that are just like worth crying over. But there was also a whole lot of good. And I really liked being at that event and seeing where people are. There was one uh, one presentation that was basically a commercial about half hour long for Chipotle. And my God, if any anyone in that room wanted to go for Chipotle, if Chipotle sponsored the lunch after that presentation, we all would have eaten it. Not me. I, I, I want to challenge you to watch that presentation. I will watch it and I will say, oh, that's a great presentation and it makes food look good and I will never eat there ever again. They address all the stuff, all the salmonella and how and the issues that that brought and how they fixed it and how they've changed and you're just not you just punish the people for the mistakes i choose to make decisions of my own accord and i weigh risk and for me it's not worth the risk okay i can understand that i mean there are places that i've recently sworn off yeah i mean like Will you ever eat Chinese food or egg rolls again? Probably not. Nope. No, I will not. So you're going to judge them for their past mistakes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, never. Because, but you know what it is? It, it, it's, and, it, you know, maybe this is the point with you. It, it was something that I didn't miss having in my life. I don't miss Chipotle. Yeah. Because I can get better than Chipotle. Can you? Acapulco's, Bajas, absolutely. That is not authentic It's not authentic. Don't make ever. It's like Taco Bell. Nobody ever says it's authentic, but it's good. It's delicious. Okay, but even Taco Bell, I'm waiting waiting for that to come out, right? Like, we were talking about Subway earlier today and some of the negative press that they've gotten, um, mentioning that there's no tuna in the tuna. Yeah. And, like, I, it's just a matter of time. Like, McDonald's had it. McDonald's had it. They were putting um, meat juice, right, on their French fries or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> oil. Meat oil. They were using the... The, the oil that they cooked the, yes, the, the... For flavoring. For flavoring. And it was so much better back then. Yes, but, like, they, they came vegetarian. out... They came out and they were, they, you know, and now Subway's going through it. It is just a matter of time. Oh, I I mean, Taco Bell's not good food. The meat doesn't even taste like meat. No. And I, and I'm done with Taco Bell. I'm I'm not, I'm, I won't ever eat a Taco Bell again unless it's an emergency. Oh, why? Oh, I I haven't had Taco Bell in about two years, three years, maybe. Why won't you eat it? Um, there are political affiliations. Can't support them. Okay. Well, feel like a, 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 yeah. Um, but Chipotle, I, I'm down for some Chipotle any day of the week. Okay. Well, tell me why 2022 was good. I think career-wise, I, I, I 22, 2022 went a long way. Uh, I had a, an offer that I eventually turned down, but it really put a lot of cool things into perspective, which was very lovely. I took on a lot more responsibilities. I brought Drunk on Riding back. You know, Drunk on Riding was gone for about a year. And I brought it back because 
I missed it and I find it helpful. And I'm glad that I did so. I'm going to record another uh, a patron exclusive podcast uh, called The State of the Channel 2022. Final reflective look back over the year. It'll be the, the patron exclusive for this month. But it, I, you know, I, it, I thought it was great creatively. I went into a lot of fun new places. You know, I brought in the new videos, the you need tos. I think I have a lot of fun. Uh, the the battery daddy one that I did, I just debuted. I freaking love this video. Realized afterwards that I didn't really even put any pictures of the product in there, so I'm gonna go back and edit a couple of those in and slip them in. And I was just laughing too much at the whole thing to even realize. I was like, I talk about how I put the, all the batteries in there, and then I never even showed that I put the batteries in there. So. Those sorts of things. You know, I, I recorded a short film, Level, uh, which everybody will be able to see next month. So that's kind of scary and, uh, in, in its own way. Um, I don't know. It was, yeah, there, were a lot of, there were a lot of good things about it. But it was, also, it was also a really lonely year, I feel, where even though I went back to work uh, halfway through the year, I feel like I, I, I don't see a lot of my family anymore. Um, I feel like I saw them more during the pandemic, which is kind of a wild statement. There are certain people in my family that I haven't seen really at all in years now but, because of the pandemic. But your family also grew. This year? Yeah. My family grew this year? What? A... Yes. Yes. With what? New With, people. Was there a baby? New, new, new Is there a baby. I don't know about. Are you trying to tell me something? We did go new, to the Empire State Building recently. Are you talking about my brother? Yeah, new my people, brother is a lovely welcome addition. But technically, that was 2021. So uh, I mean, we, I mean, it was all confirmed in 2021. I guess, I, I guess we met him this year, huh? Yeah, we met him in Kelly yeah, this year, and what a yeah. great, and what a great year, oh, but, and what a like. Oh, that was that. That's been great. Yeah, I know, and you, and that's you, true. God, I can't believe that was this year. I'm telling you. So, wow. like, yes. Yeah. I'm saying there like, was a lot of good things, but and there was a, a lot, lot of good of... things, but a lot. Yes, your family is strained. Let's just say, like, yeah. your extended family, your extended family is strained, yeah. and it. I also think that that sometimes also comes with just getting older. The families are getting older and they're growing their own families and like it becomes like too much, too big, too, you know. But it's also a shame. Like I, growing up, like I remember seeing my cousins a lot. Yeah. Like, I saw so many of my cousins, like all, all Justin and Avril on that side, Sarah and Josh on the other side, um, the little Victor and, and uh, the, the, the little kids over there. You know, I always saw other i always had other kids and other family members and people to play with matthew and olivia don't really have that yeah I, I guess they're, they're yet. Kind of, well i, I mean, think they're, they're kind of like almost like in between generations they're like on the yeah. younger i think they're on the younger end of the next generation uh i guess there's you know he's got a couple of he's got a couple of cousins um older and younger but they're they're all far away and have different interests i assume he's got one the same age one one of one of your one of your brother's sons is um the same exact age one of but, my brother's sons who is halfway across the country 
Yes, that's yeah, the distance well, yeah. is distance is a problem <laughs> yeah. there. Yes, I understand that. Um, but <laughs> that doesn't help. That's, yeah, that's my point. Well, you know, um, and and you know, hope hopefully within the next, you know, let's let's say five I, years. I have been very have... appreciative of uh, the way your family has been very uh, helpful toward me and um, helping pick me up along the way. And I made some. Uh, great new friends that you know at work a uh, bunch of new people started up and they're and and they're lovely and they're and they're getting their shit done and it's they're i don't know it's it was a good year of ups and downs i think but it's not yeah it's not one that i will revisit in my head i think fondly generally i think it was just it's going to be one of these years that everybody is just kind of well we can forget those we forget these years, especially with you know with like the, the, the all the, a lot of the politics of the stuff of this year. Yeah, but you know what? I, like, I can't look back on my life and say, "Oh, those were bad years because of politics." Because you know what? Which is every... do you remember the hope of uh, there? There was the hope at one point, and it felt so positive, and it felt like change was coming like but, things were going to be better but and it's just again gone in the exact opposite direction that's your perspective because that's your beliefs but I, like for others for others they didn't feel that way and they felt the way you felt several years ago so i think perspective is everything again and i think that you when you're looking back on life politics is such a small piece of your life as a whole and like I think the memories you make with your kids and your family and your friends is what matters when you look back on things. You know, I th I think you say that now, but then then I think of the fact that you know if if there was a, a pregnancy issue and we were in the state of Texas for whatever the fuck reason that that would be a problem. And I I I think that's wrong. And I it, think I think it's messed up that we, we lost a right. People lost a right. I mean, that's terrible. Yes, it is. It is terrible. That's and never happened before in the U.S. I mean, it's just, just terrible. But change will happen again. Yeah. But change I, will I, happen I, again, and and that won't. I don't think that's going to stay. And I think people need to make their own decisions. And that's why I don't live in Texas. And so you're just telling me to bide my time. I just, I'm not saying don't get mad about it because people have the right to get mad about things. But I don't think you can cloud like, oh, this year sucked because of that. Mm. It's just that that's such a short-sighted thing. Like I'm just going to say, for me personally, I felt like 2022, in terms of overall energy levels, was a generally negative one. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say it, it was in terms of ups or downs for years this one's gonna be a little going down it's not gonna be like super down you know it's not like there was an insurrection or anything this year i mean you know nothing like that so it was you know we're going to, we're you know it's down a little bit not terribly down there's been some positives but i'm not gonna say it was a banger of a year either you know it, it was a year it was a year that was lived farewell bring on 2023 that's why i say Hopefully there's no major surprises next year. Hey, look, here. here's my final thought on it, right? 2020, right? Everybody says 2020 sucked. 2020 was the worst year, right? 
I can't say that because 2020 was one of the best years of my life. So I can't cloud what happened in the world, COVID, not political, I'm not talking politics. Uh, can I just say, I'm so glad that 14 years on, I managed to make you that happy for a year. It wasn't because of you, you idiot. <laughs> I had a daughter, right? Um, he is so, you know, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Did 2020 suck for a lot of reasons? Yes. But 2020 was also wonderful for a lot of reasons. So certainly made for a different time. Sorry. It was different. Yeah. It was different. And, and in a lot of ways it was enjoyable. Yeah. I got to spend so much time with her that I didn't get with Matthew. Which, you know, looking back on maybe it wasn't the best idea to do. A little clingy now, but hey, what do you, you got to do what you got to do? I wouldn't change her for the world. Me either. So clingy or not, she drives me crazy. She stresses me out. As so does short, my son and as does my husband. So in short, 2020, good year. 2022, fine year. <laughs> yeah okay, fine we'll go with that yeah all right let's see what 2023 can bring us so until next time i want to say thank you for listening to the drunk on riding show thank you for being with us as we rebuild drunk on riding or li literally from the ground up i got a new i got a new uh um uh, what is it called tripod my third tripod now uh, in the last couple of months, and I'll talk more about that in the back behind the scenes. But uh, it's nice, it's a nice tripod, a little bit more expensive, but uh, you know, that's what, that's what you gotta do. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that more soon. Until next time, of course, I am Warren Polanski. That is my lovely co host, Kim Polanski, who is now shaking her head at something on her phone, maybe news. But until next time, cheers and keep on riding.